welcome back to another Daily Walk. And today I want to talk a little bit about a few different terms in Christianity which seem to be uh, misunderstood in many ways. And those are forgiveness, reconciliation, and we're going to throw in this one more of a theological word, propitiation. And the reason I want to bring these guys up is they deal not only with our relationship with God, but they also tend to deal with our relationship with people. And so as we go out and as we live our lives, particularly being people with a sin nature, attempting to live in our lives with the sin nature, we have to recognize the importance of coming to God uh, and coming to people in these terms, reconciliation and propitiation and forgiveness. So let's go ahead and talk about which each of these words are. The first is we're talking about is forgiveness. And this is the one that is certainly the most common. Nearly everybody's heard about this in the Christian life. We talk about forgiveness in the terms of, you know, either forgiving your sins or we forgive somebody else or whatever the case might happen to be. Uh, we understand the concept We've done wrong, everybody's done wrong, and as you come together, you have to ask for forgiveness, and then uh, everything is all made perfect and right. Now, I've seen, um, and I, of course I did say that a little bit pithy for a reason, because I've seen in cases, particularly in children's ministries, where people will be talking about forgiveness and say that forgiveness means that God forgets about our sins. And then they'll go ahead and teach us wrong theology about uh, being forgiven. And of course, there's Bible verses like, you know, as, as uh, E says from the West, so God separates you from your sin. We have verses like that. But the problem is, is that we also have this idea that a sin forgiven is not just forgotten about. A sin forgiven is covered. And that is the difference. Because if God's just going to forget about our sins, why did Jesus have to die in the first place? Well, Jesus had to die to make a covering. This is where the scripture comes in to talk about a propitiation. So propitiation itself is more of a theological covering. It's a theological term, meaning that the path has been made right. Now, here is the problem is that we also have this word called reconciliation, which is not as strongly thrown out. Of course, if you walk in more psychological circles, you will see the term reconciliation because here's how it works. I'm going to explain it uh, to you as a person that came from a dysfunctional family. And you can read about that in my book, Half My Life. And as we look at this, there is a sheer difference between forgiveness, non-forgiveness, reconciliation, non-reconciliation. And uh, there is a great book out there called Toxic Parents. Now, uh, this was one of the early things I disagreed with MacArthur on uh, because, of course, he is a complete anti-psychologist. I think psychology is decent and it gives us some patterns of recognition, some things we can look at, some things to identify. But to say psychology is a science that's going to solve our problems, I agree with him there. It is God who's going to be the one that solves the problems. But he can, um, uh, God can work through, the, through us knowing things. I mean, what did John say? You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Well, in my case, that is uh, the book called Toxic Parents is a book that in many ways set me free because it showed me and uh, taught me what weird dysfunctions were and actually how to counter them to live a healthy uh, life. And uh, But MacArthur comments on that book because there's a chapter in there called You Do Not Have to Forgive. And MacArthur hates that chapter, although it's very clear from his message he's never read that chapter. 
Because the point of the chapter wasn't that you don't forgive, it's that the point of the chapter is actually about people taking the, the same wrong theological view, saying God's just going to forget about your sins altogether. Well, that's not the case either, because there still had to be a covering for those sins, that propitiation, as it were. And so that whole chapter is actually more talk about reconciliation because what the author of that, who I believe is Susan Forward, if I remember correctly, the author of that book says, we use forgiveness to say, oh, just forgive it. Well, then she talks about how can you forgive the people who have abused you? And she goes on to describe some, some horrible forms of abuse. And she says, the reality is, if you mean by forgiveness to forget about it, that's wrong. And that's exactly what the Bible teaches. God doesn't teach that forgiveness is to forget about it. God teaches that forgiveness is to repent of it and to cover it. But it requires those two elements, repentance and covering. So that whole chapter in that book is actually a fabulous, fabulous chapter because it is more biblical than most things I have found in most children's ministries as I've sift through curriculums over the years. And it's certainly a lot better than I've seen in a lot of churches. In fact, the only other place I see forgiveness actually gotten right is actually The Shack, which is shocking because that is a heretical book as it is. <laughs> one of the most heretical ones I've ever read. But the reality is that they, the one thing that book got right is forgiveness. Everything else is complete trash, but you know. Uh, so with that being said, though, um, we have to stop and think about what do these terms mean and, and why are they important. So this is why we get to the propitiation instead. And there's, in the NASB, there are four words used as propitiation. King James, it uses three of those four. The four verses are Romans 3.25, Hebrews 2.17, 1 John 2.2, 2, 1 John 4.10. And uh, King James, though, translates Hebrews 2.17 as the word reconciliation. And um, that one, however, if you dig into the Greek, all of those are the exact same root, which is always the root word used for propitiation, a covering, and not the word used for reconciliation, which is a completely different word uh, in the Greek. But what does reconciliation mean? Reconciliation means that the two parties have come together and mutually understood that wrongs have been done and that they have been covered. That is really the difference. So if we're talking about coming from, for example, a dysfunctional family and serious wrongs have been done to you, a lack of forgiveness means I walk around with my life with a chip on my shoulder, completely hating all those people who ruined my life and blah, 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 blah. And you're generally a very negative person and you generally can't see any positive in anything. You generally use every single opportunity to, to backbite those people who have hurt you. That is a lack of forgiveness. But a forgiven person who lacks reconciliation, there are still deep strains in the relationship because you cannot come back to those deep strains in the relationship because the whole work is not done. The two parties have not come together to reconcile their difference. That's what it means, reconciliation, uh, which the theological term is propitiation. So in this if I am not holding it against my dysfunctional family, and I personally don't, I have gone on to achieve many great things. I just don't think about it most of the time. Um, but the problem is I also am in a position, since there's no reconciliation, since, since there's been no meeting of the minds, there's been no understanding of any forms of abuse or dysfunction or anything else, there is no way we can get together and just have a normal relationship. There's too many damages on one end, there's complete forgiveness on the other end, but I always use as the example, I can forgive a porcupine if it quills me, but I am not going to hug it in forgiveness because... 
the uh, the porcupine itself, by its very nature, will quill you if you come near it. In many ways, that is how it works with dysfunction. So what is it that has to be done? Well, in a dysfunctional family, there has to be a degree of forgiveness, but then the people have to at least humble themselves to get together and to talk about the different issues. And when everybody can understand, yes, there were issues, yes, we had, a, we had it wrong, yes, let's try and move past it. That is the point when reconciliation has occurred and relationships can move forward. Such it is with God. You see, forgiveness doesn't mean that, uh, that God has given out, uh, God has given everything out and we don't have to turn or accept any of it. We just have to profess we're Christians and show up. But many, many, many people go to church, understand some form of intellectually what forgiveness means, but there's no reconciliation with God because they've not had this meeting of the minds. And this is becoming worse and worse and worse in our culture because the single point, the single point in time of our culture, the single point in time of our culture is that, um, uh, is that we have to recognize our, our sin. We have to repent of that sin. We have to humble ourselves before God in that sin. Those are the things that we have to do. And uh, as we talk about these things, uh, we have to come to God, recognize this. The problem is our modern culture tries to erase all forms of sin from all reality to make nobody accountable for their sin. And so we talk more often and not in churches about the, genera- um, the, the nebulous, generic sin without actually defining anything. But the reality is the very things that actually are sin in our culture we're not even allowed to talk about. You can't talk about it. There's no repentance of it. There's no coming before it. There's no humility before it. And these are the things that one must do before God. And so in that perspective, we have to understand that the cross is propitiation. God has already offered that forgiveness. God is already standing there. We have to take that extra step. Now, uh, obviously, I'm a Calvinist, so I don't believe for a moment that we, you know, it's, it's entirely me and God's done all this and it's entirely not to me. I think that that only happens when God changes your heart as a, a postscript to the point. Uh, but if you read through those particular four verses I mentioned, Romans 3.25, Hebrews 2.17, 1 John 2.2, 2, and 1 John 4.10, they all talk about a propitiation, which is a covering that has been given to us. But we have to accept that by hum- humbling ourselves before God and accepting that covering. So with that, uh, we'll leave this one here. I'll leave a link to the two books that I mentioned in this video in the description down below. Have a look at the website, ourwalkingchrist.com, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkingchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.